Welcome to another Directions Mag podcast. We're honored to bring this valuable resource back to you as we celebrate our 20th year in the geospatial community. Read more at directionsmag.com. Today, we're welcoming the chair, Tori Elmore, and cabinet members, Rachel Rodriguez and Alex Lopez-Rogina, from URISA's Vanguard Cabinet for Young Professionals as well as the current president-elect, Ken McDonough. We are discussing the benefits of professional organizations for young professionals, as well as their seasoned colleagues. Who should join a professional organization and why? Everyone. Yeah, I was going to say the exact same thing. <laughs> if, there is, if there is a professional organization for your profession, you should join it. It was kind of an accident, but I, I joined ERISA back in 1988. Quite honestly, I, if I've had any success in my profession, it's because of the interaction and the lessons I've learned from so many different leaders in the field. That You encounter people that if you've got a problem, there's probably somebody that's already approached it or they are dealing with it. And so the knowledge base you're, you're tapping into is so much more vast than if you try to do it alone. For me, um, I come from a civil engineering background, and I actually, because my bachelor's was civil engineering, and I joined um, as a college student, American Society of Civil Engineers, and I started getting involved with the professional chapter, and that's how I got my current job. Mm. I put myself out there, just that networking. I, after graduation, I had a job. Um, so once I got into GIS and I found out about ERISA, I was like, well, now I need to get in that one because <laughs> I've gotten so much out of ASCE and it's only been a year for me being part of ERISA, but again, I've already gotten so much out of it. I mean, it seems to me that, that a professional organization or joining a professional organization, truly you get the most out of it when you really, really participate. Um, in it when you reach out to other people and you work hard to network. But I, I've also noticed that even being within URISA or within a, a local chapter of URISA or just URISA International, that folks really encourage me as a young person to to get involved. And so if even if I'm a little, you know, if you're a little shyer and you're not like the most go-getting person in terms of, of building a network, that, that you can you can still find those opportunities, you know, you can still sort of ease your way in, in a way that I think makes it accessible to a lot of people. I would say regardless of what kind of person you are, that there are opportunities that sort of cater themselves to people who really dive into it head first and other people who sort of ease themselves into, into an organization like that. Definitely. And one thing that I've learned um, being an introvert um, you just <laughs> fake it till you make it, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you force yourself out there and it becomes easier. Um, I mean, at the end of every conference I go to, I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to go sit in a dark room by myself. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, but I think that's all GIS professionals do that. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but if you're going to be successful, in your field, you have to learn to, to network with people. So the conferences 
are really important for that part of helping you get over that hump of people may not believe it, but I've always been, I'm really shy. And I certainly was early on. And you get in the midst of all these people that, but then you, you hear somebody talking about something you really are interested in, or you realize it's good information and you overcome <laughs> that, that shyness of that with that introversion, because you really need to talk to that person. And you grow in so many ways other than just strictly knowledge. Well, it's it's a matter of, of it's important to be part of a community of, of like-minded people. To, I, I just have am more convinced than ever that it's a mistake to think that you have a, the, all the answers by yourself. And it's important to get involved with a community that's diverse. You want to hear a, a wide variety of ideas and solutions. And so a professional organization that's that's not vendor specific gives you that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's one of the things that I am always telling um, people that are, are new to geospatial technologies or they're learning that um, mm-hmm. nobody nobody in this profession that does this well or well enough does it alone nobody does this alone we all yep. have to work together it is it is the so collaborative and uh, if you get if you get nothing else out of uh an organization being around like-minded people at least you have other people that you can geek out with <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> Kim, could you tell us a little more about ERISA and your experiences, as well as what's available for folks? Um, of course, I'm coming from a bit of a biased view, but but this is an organization I've been involved with since 1988. Um, just in terms of, uh, and actually, a pa- uh, our most recent past president, Trip Corbin, did a great job of explaining this uh, in a meeting the other day. He said, if you want to, if you want to, if all you're interested in is what's the latest version of what software you're using and how you implement that, this isn't, this isn't the organization or meeting for you. But if you want to know how to manage GIS and grow it and sell it and develop it, then that's what your risk is about. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we delve into things that you just typically will not get in a user conference, such as a workshop that I help teach uh, on data privacy. Um, you, if you're on the technical level, you don't get into that. But if you're at the management level, you really have to understand what your states, what state and federal laws apply to your work. Uh, and that in turn impacts how you utilize the technology. But it's just, that's typically something you won't get at a user conference, but you will get at ERISA. Yeah, you know, I, one of the things that, that I can I can speak to you about ERISA is just the opportunity that, that it's presented me as such a young person to really just get right to the heart of the organization. You know, I feel... I mean, I guess I don't have a huge amount of experience with other professional organizations, but I, I can imagine that not many offer 
you know, offer the opportunity for someone to be 26 years old and the chair of, of a major committee or a major um, board within that organization. And, and so I'm, I'm really, you know, grateful for that opportunity, but also think it's, it's so important that if, you know, an organization wants to, you know, values the diversity of its voices, which it, it, it truly seems that Eurisa does, that you have to put, you know, people with those different voices in a position to share them. And so, you know, back to what we were saying before is that particularly if you're kind of shy or, you know, I, I don't consider myself to just be like a natural leader, but it's definitely helped me step up and fill, fill a leadership role that I, I guess I didn't really know. I wouldn't have said that's a position or that's something that I feel like is achievable to me before I sort of found Jerissa and before I sort of found my way into the organization. See, a lot, I was just sort of looking through some of the the names of the folks who run the various Eurisa subcommittees. And I thought, wow, like I recognize a lot of these names. These are former Vanguard cabinet members. And so, you know, um, I know I may be just sort of getting ahead of myself a little bit and getting into Vanguard cabinet, but from my perspective, it's, it's just been a great way to just sort of zoom right in into the right into the center um, to the heart of the organization. Yeah, for me, uh, Eurisa really offers geospatial professionals, you know, the workshops, the seminars, the conferences, um, even like the courses and different things that they have available um, to get to different subject matter experts that you don't think you need at the time, but you may, you know, switch jobs like I have in the past, um, that you go from one professional sector to another, and Eurisa has something for you and has the personnel that has that experience and that expertise to go ahead and guide you through that transition into this, um, you know, new role that you might be taking on. Like, for example, I just took on a role um, that's with addressing, and Eurisa has the mm -hmm. NextGen 911 and the GIS workflow um, course that I was able to take and, you know, help me build my knowledge base in that role. Um, and I'm able to connect with, you know, the professionals that are writing the standards because they're, most of them are URISA members. Yes. URISA was a leader in developing the national addressing standards. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it, there's a couple of good points I was hearing there. One is, is building uh, leadership capabilities. URISA is a great place for you to begin developing and exploring how you can function as a leader. We've got committees, we've got, we're, we're inter creating new uh, special interest groups, their chapters. It's providing opportunities for young, young professionals to begin fleshing out their skills of leading a group of people towards an objective, which if you're going to progress in your profession, that's going to be a very essential skill that you probably did not get much experience with in school. So it's very good in that area. And then uh, I liked how Rachel referred to, uh, you know, the knowledge base that's available. When I left, I was, uh, I managed a uh, municipal GIS for many years, and that's all, that's pretty much parcel oriented. Then I came to the state DOT, and it was bewildering to me, and so I sent an email out to a lot of the uh, ERISA friends I had and says, what do you 
what's with these people? <laughs> and and they came back and began to explain, here's why DOT thinks the way it is. This is why their data is, is organized the way it is. And once I got that, I understood what I was looking at and what I need and how I needed to change my thinking in terms of uh, uh, how we were managing the system. So I, I don't know what I would have done without Eurissa in that case. They were just absolutely invaluable. Tori, you mentioned the Vanguard cabinet earlier. Could you tell us more about it? Absolutely. The, uh, the Vanguard cabinet is the young professional arm of Eurissa. It's a committee of, I think right now we're about 12 in the past, we've been um, slightly larger than that. I think the number's generally around 14. Young professionals, so 35 and younger, in a geospatial field who are apply for a position. You can find the application online and are selected for a two-year term. And so we have new Vanguard cabinet members that come in each year and then a cohort that leaves each year. The Vanguard cabinet's goal is to take, you know, those objectives that Eurissa has at large and figure out how we support young professionals in each of those, each of those aspects. How do we bring more young professionals into the organization? How do we get young professionals involved with, you know, growing and strengthening and protecting the GIS profession? And how do we support young professionals in their academic and professional careers? And so, um, we do a lot of a lot of different things. Um, we put on a young professional track at GI the GIS Pro Conference. We have a mentoring program. We have we do a lot of outreach to schools and young professionals, and we're just getting started um, with a sort of education initiative to get young professionals um, involved in both K through 12 and university level and ongoing education efforts. So there's a lot for different people. You know, there are a lot of different things that people are interested in. I've had the opportunity to connect one-on-one with all of the folks who are on the Vanguard cabinet currently. And it's, it's kind of amazing. You know, we have folks in Canada and Trinidad and, um, you know, all over the United States. We've got a variety of different jobs that people do. You know, we've got people in nonprofit organizations and for-profit organizations and in government organizations and, and, and doing a lot of different kinds of work. And, and so it's a, it's a great opportunity not only to expand, you know, to really make some close connections with other young professionals, but also, like I was saying earlier, and, and Kim sort of built up this as well, to sort of take on a leadership role. And I really think to make a difference um, for young professionals. And ultimately, to sort of springboard your participation and your your lifelong commitment, I think, to to Eurissa. You know, I, I get this sense not only from my own plans as a second-year member, but also from what past members have done and just the way that the cabinet is structured, that it's, it serves as an introduction to Eurissa, but by no means after two years is it like, all right, you know, I'm not going to be involved in Eurissa anymore. If anything, it's a way to get more deeply involved in ERISA in just a short period of time. We've talked quite a bit about what organizations can give us or uh, provide for us as professionals, but perhaps we could mention um, a little bit about what you might be looking for in an organization when you are out uh, searching for just the right one. 
I, it, um, of course, I've got I've got the advantage of hindsight, but for me, joining the organization was stimulated by one a desire to develop a cohort of colleagues that were dealing with the same issues uh, or maybe had solved problems already that I had. But a lot of it was just I realized pretty quickly that I needed I needed more than one brain helping me to solve problems. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I found this organization that they they had this it's this huge group of great minds and, and all different. Everybody has approached a common problem a little bit differently. And uh, so again, I, I've developed, I've, I've not developed, I've, I've discovered just tremendous friendships. And that's just been a side benefit. Uh, just the finding all the professional colleagues um, just has been the greatest benefit. Uh, there's been great sessions, great workshops, but the real benefit is that network of friends and colleagues that I interact with on a constant basis. I, I guess the main thing, you know, I, I like to sort of jump off what, what Kim was saying there, but I found myself in really my first, um, my first real job or GIS job out of college that I was a one-person GIS department. And it's, you know, it's kind of daunting, you know, when something goes wrong at work or, or you don't know how to do something, there's not somebody in the office to turn around and say like, hey, do you know how to do this? Or do you know how to fix this? Or what's going on here? And on the one hand, you can get on the phone with like a software provider and, and try to get information from them about, about how the software works or whatever. But, but it's not the same, I think, as as having having a like that network of folks that you can you can reach out to and say you know I'm having a small problem or I'm having a large problem and 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 really benefit from the fact that probably no problem is 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 new um, and so you know for me I'm really looking was really looking for an organization that not only had that network but I think that had a network that was local to me as well. I was really excited about the fact that, you know, there is a really vibrant Southern California chapter and um, a growing Central California chapter, which were both areas that I was working. And so not only were there people that, you know, I had met, you know, I knew because I had called them up one day or I met them on the phone, but people that you could actually interact with in person that you just, I just really felt like I could build a relationship with. And so, you know, it was really nice to be able to go to a conference like CalGIS and run into all of these people or sort of get to, to interact face-to-face with a lot of people who had really given me a lot of support in my career, probably more than, than they really knew. I imagine that young, young professionals especially find themselves in positions where they're dealing with something for the first time. And I think that insight from someone more experienced is it's totally valuable. Yeah, for me, I was actually looking for an organization that wasn't um, job specific, actually, <laughs> um, that it was more broad, that I could take 
with mm -hmm. me from one job to another because I knew I wasn't going to stay at my first GIS job um, for an extended period of time, which ended up being five years, but you know, that happens. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wanted somewhere, somewhere or some organization that could, you know, help guide me through any avenue I wanted to go with GIS or, you know, any GIS profession. You have no idea how many times I have come to URISA members, just, you know, my networking friends with a problem and a real problem, whether it's being a young professional or being a female in the workforce, um, that they've been able to guide me and counsel me into how to handle those situations that I was definitely not prepared for <laughs> at the time. So they, you know, they really helped bring me up to, you know, a more professional level on how to deal with certain, you know, even if it's just ethical um, issues with, oh, my supervisor wants me to do this certain thing with this data and I'm a little, it's a little bit off key. Um, they've been able to guide me a little bit better. Something that I want out of an organization is a local presence, which you guys have talked about. Mm -hmm. um, having those local chapters, because getting to know everyone on the national scale is great, but it's um, having people close by is, I know that in Alabama, um, our Slack account, somebody posts like a question about this or that, and there's instantly just everyone's like, oh, try this, try that. And, um, but having a local presence is, is really big for me. And I know Eurissa has lots of, uh, chapters so that was really appealing to me yeah and and actually Eurissa's work is now in the process of, of <laughs> implementing a new membership model that sh our goal is to make the chapters even more integrated into the organization so that that local presence uh, will be a direct conduit all the way up to national you'll very easily have um, services that you've not had at the local level, you now will have. Big part of our goal is to make that network even more available than before. Talking about the local chapters, mm -hmm. um, with the national, you know, there's conferences, and so you meet with people a couple of times a year, maybe, but with on the local level, you can more easily, um, get together and actually see each other once a month and really discuss and maybe have a little GIS fellowship. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. So on a, on a slightly different note, one thing that I also think this is something that's really important to me, it's been my experience that Yurisa is really open to, to, do, to doing new things or to doing things differently. Um, I have a real aversion to the idea and I, I'm sure the, the two other Vanguard cabinet members on the call have heard me say this probably a million times, but that doing things a certain way simply because that's the way they've always been done. Now, if that's the best way to do things, then that's fine. But I'm always, you know, we're trying to be really open to new ideas um, from Vanguard cabinet members. And I found that Eurissa in turn is very open to, to doing new things and new ideas. I mean, my first year on the cabinet, um, we were planning for GIS Pro and there was an annual university student competition and I wanted to do a high school competition and it 
was just sort of like, okay, let's, let's do it. Um, and I just thought that that was great that it's not a community of, of people where young voices are shunted to the side or, or not taken seriously. And that essentially, as long as you are willing to work towards doing something that, that there's a lot of flexibility in, in what can be done and, and a lot of openness to, to that. And I think that's, that, you know, that's really important to me. We've discussed uh, also that it really is a give and take when it comes to organizations and our relationships with them and with each other. What do you as young professionals or, or maybe in general, what should we think about in terms of giving or bringing to an organization? I mean, I think it kind of goes back to, you know, what actually I was just saying, which is that, you know, young professionals often, you know, and have, have ideas that maybe, that maybe are new or maybe go in a different direction than the way something has always been done. And I, I mean, I think it goes back to what Kim said about having a diverse, you know, having a diverse organization is that diversity of age, I think is important. But I think that having young people brings in some of the the generational differences, whether it's technology or social media or just, you know, a, a, an idea like a high school student competition, that it that it's great to have that. Um, the more ideas, the better. I think it's really that the young professionals and the, you know, people that are still in school, um, no matter what level, <laughs> um, they're able to go ahead and, you know, provide the organization not only their time, um, because, you know, students do have projects that they need to work on, and there's no harm in tag teaming a project with Eurissa, one of Eurissa's initiatives. It's actually very helpful, and you could go ahead and get a lot done for the organization and for your, you know, continuing education um, goals, and it provides you a way to test the waters with, you know, your potential future colleagues. Absolutely, yes. And, and speaking from someone that's not allowed into the Vanguard cabinet now, um, what I'm excited about with the Vanguard is the energy and the ideas that a group of young professionals brings to us. Uh, it's a lot like what Tori's ref, uh, referring to is it keeps us from getting settled into doing everything the same old way. Uh, so I personally am really excited about the potential of the Vanguard cabinet and I want to find as many ways as possible as we can plug these young professionals into this organization because there are the future not only for ERISA, the, the future for our profession, the future for um, you know our, our world. So uh, uh, we need to get these guys, these folks inv involved. And uh, Vanguard Cabinet, I think, is going to be the way uh, that lets us do that. A special thanks to our panel today for sharing their thoughts on professional organizations. I encourage you to visit Eurissa at Eurissa.org, as well as our many offerings over at DirectionsMag.com.